We're very thankful today to be joined by Sergei Rakuba. He is the president of a group called Mission Eurasia. Sergey, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, oh, well, it's a privilege and honor to be with you on your show. Thank you so much, you know, for giving an opportunity. Well, let's get to know you a little bit. Tell us about yourself and tell us about what the mission of Mission Eurasia is. Yeah. Okay, as uh, you uh, know, my name is Sergey, which is a little unusual, you know, for the American context. So my mom named me when I was born in Ukraine. Uh, I mean, I was born in Ukraine, and uh, that's where the war is going now, in that eastern part of uh, the country, a long time ago. And it was still the Soviet Union uh, then, and uh, that's where I grew up. Uh, uh, grew up in a Christian family. We were quite uh, persecuted by the Soviet regime, uh, but uh, due to our faithfulness of our uh, parents, you know, four of us uh, all came out of, uh, you know, like we are all active uh, uh, Christians, you know, uh, leaders. So I'm talking about all my siblings. And at the moment, I'm leading this organization called Mission Eurasia, which is focused on training and equipping the next generation of leaders in all the countries of the former Soviet Union. Since the Soviet Union collapsed in 1991, leaving that spiritual wilderness behind, the church experienced lots of need in uh, preparing a leadership for them for the work to, that was just coming their way. And uh, since uh, the beginning of 90s, uh, uh, with Mission Eurasia working with many different partnering organizations, uh, supporters here in the United States, Canada, focused on training the national uh, leaders, uh, the next generation of national leaders that take the uh, torch of faithfulness and continue leading the national church and uh, up to this moment when the war recently broke out uh, we were positioned uh, uh, right there in ukraine and uh, so when it's all happened we reformatted reformated uh, or refocused our ministry uh, mobilizing all the leaders we've trained to go into the front lines of this humanitarian crisis now helping uh, thousands and thousands of devastated uh, refugee families that are there in Ukraine. So this is just in a nutshell, uh, well, you know, what Mission Eurasia is all about and what we are doing now. So Mission Eurasia is helping people impacted by the war in Ukraine. And that's uh, that's our main focus now. Based on the uh, uh, networks, you know, we've built there and relationships we've developed there. And as you can tell, even by my accent, you know, so I belong to the country. Ukraine is my homeland, although I live in the United States now and work out of our home office here in Franklin. Tennessee, uh, we mobilized all human resources, volunteer resources, financial resources to help with the immediate need to all the thousands and thousands of uh, refugee families that are running for their lives, looking for a safer place, looking for a refuge. And we do anything possible to help them with most immediate needs, providing food, pastoral care, we help with shelter, 
medical assistance. And as we speak now, our teams, our uh, uh, national teams in Ukraine, those who are in the farther there in Western areas, packing thousands and thousands of family food packages that will be delivered over this Easter uh, weekend, Easter Sunday, uh, uh, Easter in Ukraine is celebrated a week later than ours, you know, so they are celebrating Easter this weekend. So these food packages will be rushed into the areas where people are trapped in the places where food cannot be delivered to them, uh, or the refugee families that are staying in those refugee uh, hubs or shelters where they have no other means to sustain their families unless people like that's who we work with, local churches, supplying them resources and bringing food, helping them uh, to sustain their lives. So that's what Mission Eurasia is doing now since the war started. And we're so grateful so that many uh, committed Christians from around the world and the people of goodwill are opening their hearts and they are resources making available to enable a uh, ministry like ours uh, to help those who are in a tremendous need now in Ukraine because this senseless war that is uh, uh, bringing so much devastation, destruction, death, and uh, uh, tragedy. Mr. Rakuba is the president of Mission Eurasia, and you just returned from Ukraine last Friday, is that correct? Yeah, I was there for, I was visiting uh, our refugee assistance centers in uh, uh, neighboring countries. That's where we also provide assistance for many refugee families in Poland, Moldova, but also spend a number of days in our food distribution centers uh, in the western part of Ukraine, in the cities of Chernivtsi, Lutsk, Mukacheva, and that's where I've seen with my own eyes. That's where I was able to touch that tragedy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, I've uh, seen the need, uh, which is has no and and it's like bottomless and uh, you know it broke my heart so much you know my heart is still bleeding seeing this all uh you know i yeah but at the same time you know my heart is warmed up to see how national believers how the national church is responding giving all the circumstances you know to their communities helping so many people who are in need yes i was there yes i saw that i felt that i was kind of became a part of that and now i'm back you know i'm trying to mobilize all possible prayer support all possible financial support helping those poor devastated uh, families that have no future if nobody comes and helps them and so i would hugely grateful uh will so if your listeners would consider partnering uh with mission eurasia and or other organizations that are involved helping there in ukraine and to learn more about what mission eurasia is doing uh you can direct your listeners to uh, our website which is mission eurasia dot org w w w dot uh, mission eurasia 
www.ukrainianfinancialcrisis.org. And thank you so much, Will, again, for the opportunity to share about what, what we are doing in, in the midst of the tragedy in Ukraine there. President of Mission Eurasia is with us today, Sergei Rakuba. Uh, Sergei, I just wonder, when this war began, did it come as a surprise to you? Uh, you know, well, war uh, began back in 2014 when Russia instigated that separatist movement uh, in eastern Ukrainian regions, actually happened to be the region where I was born in Donbass, uh, and also next Crimea uh, back in 2014. So since then, there was no stability in that region. Uh, the world just simply forgot about that, but it was not direct invasion. Uh, so they called it a hybrid war then, when then instigated through all their influence, economical pressures and military presence in the region. So the locals kind of went against the official government and sovereign territories in uh, Ukraine. And since then, you know, that war was dragged, you know, till recently. Uh, so then when on uh, February 24th, uh, uh, Putin announced this special operation liberating, and that's a quotation mark, liberating Ukraine from the fascist and nationalistic uh, uh, rule in Ukraine. It was just, you know, so we honestly, nationals like myself, I did not believe till the last moment when I already started seeing missiles shelling the suburbs of uh, uh, capital of Ukraine, Kiev, and other locations. Uh, we were kind of not really, not really believing that he actually uh, decided to do that. So were we surprised with that large scale invasion? Yes, we were. Although we knew so that Putin will never let Ukraine go as its uh, sovereign independent country, always claiming in his uh, political uh, <laughs> you know, arrangements there so that Ukraine does not have a right uh, to exist as its own sovereign countries. So this is all what's all about. You know, so this full-fledged invasion, you know, definitely it's a surprise for everybody. Uh, but another surprise that uh, everybody was giving Ukraine 48 hours, you know, so that Russian troops will march to Kyiv, take over capital, reinstall new government. And now we see on the 58th day of war, Ukrainian people still resist. And that's what's the, mis the huge miscalculation on behalf of Putin and uh, others, you know, so, so that uh, 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 the strong will of the Ukrainian people to defend their nation, defend their freedom, defend their independence and will to live life independently uh, as, a, as a democratic uh, nation. So were we surprised to a certain degree? Yes, we were. I never thought that, you know, in a civilized contemporary world, you know, it can be even possible. And seeing all the atrocities that are taking place now on behalf of the Russian troops, you know, I can't comprehend that either. I lived in Russia. I know Russia well. We lived with a Russian nation for centuries and centuries. Seeing all this, what's happening now, this beyond of uh, normal human comprehension.
Uh, another thing, Will, I don't know if you've uh, uh, heard, uh, our uh, Ukraine is our ministry hub uh, in, uh, uh, in the region of Eurasia there. So we're not just focused on ministry in Ukraine, but Ukraine is a central country from where we were overseeing all our other ministries in the neighboring countries, all the countries of the former Soviet Union, uh, Belarus, Russia, uh, Central Asian countries. So our center is based in the suburb of Kiev, in that famous uh, little town of Irpin, which was uh, all over the um, news in the last uh, few weeks, as you've noticed. So our ministry center for our field ministries uh, uh, training uh, activities was based there in Irpin. It was bombed and totally destroyed by the Russian troops two weeks ago. They took all our materials and we had warehouses there with Bibles, New Testaments, other Christian literature. Uh, we supplied, we stored there uh, to supply that uh, next generation leaders we've trained for their outreach work across the country. They took it all out of the basement, uh, uh, set it on fire, burned it all, when set up explosives in the basement and it blew up that uh, building, totally destroying that. So that's, uh, that's uh, where we are now. We know God will continue supplying uh, resources. God, uh, you know, will help us to uh, replace and rebuild the building. And our main focus is on to train the nationals, nationals who continue faithfully Despite this war, tragedy, devastation, destruction, they continue carrying the torch of the gospel through their practical ministries, helping in communities, preaching the gospel, delivering practical and so much needed help in the name of Jesus, who are in need there now. Sergey Rakuba is with us. He is the president of Mission Eurasia. You can find them online at missioneurasia.org. They've helped plant 52 churches across Eurasia. Mr. Rakuba was uh, born in Ukraine, uh, resided in Moscow for many years, uh, now lives in Franklin, Tennessee. He is a graduate of the Moody Bible Institute. Uh, Mr. Rakuba, when people go to your website or connect with you on uh, Facebook, I'm sure there's lots of information there. Is there something specific that you're asking uh, people to do, uh, perhaps give a monetary donation or, or something beyond that? Yeah, Will, thank you so much for asking this question. The biggest need or the most immediate need is the, it's, uh, the uh, shortage of food in Ukraine for this refugee families. And we, as uh, Mission Eurasia, we are encouraging people uh, to help us to provide these food packages for families that, refugee families that are in need. It takes $50 to obtain uh, enough food to put in a family-sized package, about 22 pounds, uh, put in a nicely designed box, uh, and uh, so there's enough food in that box to sustain the family or, or, or of a refugee family for about four 
uh, a refugee family of four or five people for at least one week or even longer. We also include a copy of scripture in that box that helps people with their, I mean, for their, uh, with their spiritual comfort. So it takes $50 to feed one family of a Ukrainian refugee family uh, for at least one week. And if people can, uh, if you can encourage your listeners to go on our website, and there's a very simple, you know, uh, to donate online. So $50 will provide enough food for at least one week for one Ukrainian family. And then, you know, so uh, if people uh, can uh, generously give more, it definitely will enable us to reach to more people who are in need there. There's a very simple description on, uh, on our website. So right on the front page, there's a donate button. Click on it, you know, so the description of our Ukraine emergency relief fund, what else is happening. As of today, we already were able to deliver 20,000 family food packages. We call them I Care Ukraine food packages to the devastated needy uh, families in Ukraine. And we have a goal to deliver additional 50,000 family food packages for next uh, during this next three months. So we hugely appreciate people to consider partnering with us to providing the so much needed food for people that are crumbling in shelters, you know, looking for a place where they can provide safe space for their families and sustain them with food. So uh, appreciate very much the opportunity and uh, of course you know i would encourage uh, your listeners to continue praying uh, for uh, situation in ukraine to pray for leaders in ukraine for the leaders of the evangelical church that are leading this um humanitarian effort, you know, and shining in the midst of all this tragedy in their communities, becoming like like lighthouses of hope and lighthouses of the gospel. But pray for this devastated, suffering refugee families that need so much help. They need our prayers. They need our help. And they rely on this uh, um, uh, very much. Well, we appreciate your time. One point I want to make before we let you go is that Mission Eurasia is a part of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. When you go to their website, you will see that they have a, a very substantial board of directors, and uh, this is a ministry that you can uh, trust that when you give dollars to it, that the dollars are being used in a responsible way. And so, uh, Mr. Uh, Rakuba, we thank you so much for your time, and um, we're very thankful for what you do. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, we'll appreciate very much this opportunity, and I look forward uh, uh, to uh, uh, partnering together for the sake of the gospel and the needy people there in Ukraine. Thank you, brother.